Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Agresta. This podcast was created to empower beautiful humans just like you to embrace their power, expand to new heights, and truly feel like they are thriving. My goal is to provide you with actionable tips, empowering tools, and so much more to attract and create a life that you are completely obsessed with. In this podcast, we're going to cover topics including manifestation, self-love and acceptance, health, spirituality, living a life of passion, having more money, attracting more money, being fully expressed, and so much more. I am beyond excited to have you here, so let's get started. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. Today's episode is an insanely special episode. It is my third year anniversary. Yay! Oh my goodness, anniversary of my business, obviously. (laughs) It will be three years of my um, marriage as well in August. But anyway, we're here to talk about my business and... I wanted to record this podcast on the day of my three-year anniversary to just fully like have the energy of getting to where I am being like, you know, real in my mind. I was possibly going to record it yesterday or a few days ago because normally I record my podcast on Tuesdays, but here we are. It's Friday, April 8th, 2022, and we are celebrating my third year anniversary. So first off, I want to thank you so much for being here. Oh my goodness. It means the world to me that you listen to me however often you do, whether it's once in a while or whether you are new here or whether you've been listening to me and you like wait for my podcast to drop. I am so fucking happy to have you here. Um, Today's episode is going to be all about reflections and lessons and um, things I have to say about (laughs) what it's been like building my business for the past three years. And so most of this is going to be inspired. I have some notes that about like what I want to talk about and some ideas, but I really want this to just be kind of more of an inspired podcast because I'm excited to see what comes through me. So I get asked a lot about like how I started what that journey was like. And that's what I'm going to start with. (laughs) I got that question asked to me like yesterday and I'm like, people don't know, but I guess like, you know, people just don't listen to you all the time or haven't been here for a long time. So um, I'm, I'm so excited to share this. So for, let's see, I started my business April, 2019. Before that, about the, the previous eight to like, yeah, about eight years before I had started in 2019, I was a personal trainer and registered dietitian. I had always had the desire to help people. I had always had the desire to be in the science field. I was really good at it. I loved biology. I love sciences other than rock, uh, rock science, (laughs) earth science, earth science, I think sucked. But anyway, just from like a young kid, I was, you know, science was, was my jam, although I was really good at everything. And, um, I had body dysmorphia growing up my entire family was on uh, you know diets all the time they were all struggling with their health like we I just lived in a world that talked about nutrition but in a really poor way <laughs> so my relationship with food was awful my relationship with body my body was awful my relationship with health was awful I you know was not an athlete growing up I didn't really move a lot I played classical music um, I really don't know how to throw a ball like you know I just wasn't active <laughs> and so Um, I got to junior year of high school and I knew I wanted to go in the science field. I thought I was going to become a doctor, obviously, like everybody else. (laughs) And then, well, many other people, not everybody. And then, um, I was going to the gym for the wrong reasons. Um, and I saw this really hot dude. I have a whole story about my health journey, so you can go back and listen to it. But I saw this really hot dude. He became my trainer. We also ended up fucking, but that's besides the point. And um, (laughs) strength training became my love. And slowly but surely, I realized I wanted to do something in the exercise field. I wanted to do something in the nutrition field. That's when I learned about becoming a dietitian. So I became a personal trainer and dietitian from a very young age. One of my first jobs was in a gym. 
and the rest is history. And so come April 2019, I was really fucking broke. I maybe had like $3,000 in my bank account, which seems like a lot to some people, and I get that. However, it was like, you know, not (laughs) compared to the amount of debt that I had, the amount of student debt that I had, um, compared to the amount of money that I was like making, like, I just didn't have a lot of money. Um, I was living off of credit card debt for the most part, and I was working at Orange Theory. I had a meal prep business that I had shut down right before I started this business, and I was like half in, half out of entrepreneurship for a very long time. It's like I would get a few clients on my own as a personal trainer and nutritionist before I was a dietitian, and like I would, you know, start to train them and stuff like that. I would post stuff on Facebook and I'd be like, I'm taking on clients. Nothing would fucking happen. Or maybe like once in a while, something would happen. And I would go back to what was easier, which was working for other people because I didn't know how to market myself. I didn't know how to stay consistent. I didn't know how to you know, like get over that hump of when you post something and nobody responds, how to continue posting. <laughs> and so I was sharing my workouts daily. I was sharing my food and like that's at the time what, you know, I taught and it wasn't working, but I had this friend who it worked so beautifully for. And she was marketing herself on Instagram. She was getting all these random people paying her and they were the best fucking clients and like I'm like I don't get it. We work out the same like we post the same fucking shit basically, but I don't understand why it's not working for me. And now I know it was because I didn't believe in myself. Now I know I was posting for the wrong reasons. Now I know that I was just stuck in this comparison trap of how good she was and how good everybody else was and how much I fucking sucked. And that energy just literally, you can do all the strategy in the world, but that energy fucking blocks off um, the success that you desire and clients coming to you and money coming to you. So I struggled with that for a very fucking long time. And Um, the last straw of me struggling with entrepreneurship was when I had a meal prep business. Um, we were gaining clients. I had like already kind of like mastered the marketing of the meals and our business and all this stuff. Like everything was going so well. We were getting client after client. We were, um, hosting, uh, like, um, uh, workouts and we would give free food and we would market ourselves and people would come and we were just we grew it so I grew it so quickly I grew it to almost 10k months in the first like six weeks we were making over a thousand dollars a week and it was just insane and I had to shut it down for many reasons but in terms of the business side it was because I was fucking burned out I was trying to do everything myself and I was somehow expecting that just when more clients came then I would have the money to hire out a team. Then I would have the income to, you know, get chefs and get delivery people and get a better website. And I lived in this space of like, when I achieve this, then I will take the proper action. And needless to say, I got burnt out. It was me, my husband, my fiance at the time, and um, my sister who were doing it. And I got really fucking burnt out because I was working at Orange Theory still and we were doing fucking everything. And I was just kind of a crazy lunatic, (laughs) just like going, 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 going. (laughs) And so I laugh now because I look back and I'm like, holy shit, Johnny, how did you not see those fucking red flags? So moral of the story, when I started Johnny Agresta LLC back in April, 2019, April 8th, I decided to reflect on all of my past experiences of the personal training, of the Facebook posting, of the comparisonitis, of the overworking myself, of the living in the state of like, when I have, you know, more clients, then I will invest in a team or invest in help or whatever. And I was like, you know what, if this is going to work, I have to do everything fucking exactly the opposite. Because what I did didn't work, which means the opposite has to work. (laughs) So that's what I did. I hired a coach back in, I think, the February before, um, but I didn't have my first clients and my first launch and all of that until April 8th, and so that's when I categorized and started my business, and I hired a coach, put $3,000 on my credit card, used the last $3,000 in my um, bank account, told my fiance at the time, I was like, hey, 
I'm going to do this. I'm not talking about how much money it is because you're going to fucking flip. Like $6,000 was a ton of money for me at the time, let alone to invest in something when I had failed so many other times before and, you know, had no money, had my family didn't, wasn't supporting me, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do everything differently. That's going to fucking work this time. I just need you to trust me. And he was like, cool. I, I have fucking faith in you. You fucking do it. You know, my energy around it was just so decisive. My energy around it was it's going to work. You know how I knew it was going to work? Because I wasn't going to stop until it fucking worked. And that was something that to this day, I believe is one of the main reasons why I'm here and one of the main reasons my business was so successful so early on because I was so, so, so beyond decisive that I was not giving up. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like my business was a possibility. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't like it was a, you know, well, maybe it'll work. Well, it would be nice if it worked. Well, yeah, it would be great if I got some clients. It was like, no, this is what I'm doing. (laughs) And I always get the question, well, like, how did you know it was going to work? Listen, you know it's going to work because you decide it's going to work. How do you decide it's going to work? You don't create a plan B. You create a plan A. You get the fucking help that you need, whether it's team members, whether it's coaches, whatever it is, and you dedicate your whole fucking ass to it. Your whole ass. Every thought has to be positive. And when you have those negative thoughts, you learn to shift them. You learn to process them. You learn to say, okay, well, that was the old me or that's my ego talking or whatever. This is the new me. This is my higher self. This is where I'm going. This is when it's going to succeed. I'm deciding that it's going to succeed. Another way that I knew that it was going to work out was because I was in a place of like (laughs) the low of my low of my life. (laughs) So many things were just a fucking train wreck at that time. And I took it as the universe saying, you know what? It's only going up from here. You learned your lessons, reflect on everything, learn your lessons, and you have all the tools necessary to go. And I hired a coach. Guys, when I tell you I followed every single thing that my coaches told me, I followed every single thing that my coaches told me. Do I, you know, still use those same uh, strategies? Not necessarily. But if I hadn't followed their step-by-step program, if I hadn't gone through every fucking video, every fucking module, and not only did that, but implemented it. Like every day my to-do list was around how am I implementing this, right? And when I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, I would do something anyway. (laughs) Because just because you have a coach doesn't mean you don't have lessons to learn, right? And I just took it as a whole learning process and I got excited about the learning process. And I was like, cool, what am I going to create? (laughs) right and so it, it was like um I work really well in when shit hits the fan I work really well to shift everything kind of like a phoenix rising from the ashes I don't know I read that somewhere in like my human design or my um birth chart or some shit like that like that's something that I work really well with I know not everybody does but I still believe that you can determine to be really successful I think that you can literally remove any blocks that you have any physical blocks any emotional blocks like work through them all learn the lessons you need to learn from the experiences that you've had don't avoid that like to this day every single day I'm looking at what lessons do I have to learn like how can I look at everything in life as a lesson a lesson of what I do want a lesson what I don't want and how did I create this When you can sit with the idea that you have created your entire current reality and acknowledge that and see how you did and see why you did, you start to see that you can choose a different path. And that was something that I did from even before I started Johnny Agresta LLC, when I started doing my personal development development work and inner work so I have so much excitement I have so many words that I want to say and I'm just like skipping words in my brain about like what am I going to talk about next (laughs) so my speech is all types of weird but that's normal for me (laughs) but anyway I started my personal development journey like six or six to twelve months before that I don't remember exactly when I first started to really do the work and because I was already looking at 
how I cultivated my reality. I was already doing the work to connect to myself deeper and deeper about what I wanted, what I didn't want, how I created it. I was able to take all the business strategies that I was learning in the group that I had invested in and actually implement it and actually be successful. I watched the group that I was in was like over 40 people. By the time we finished, maybe there were like 15 people on the calls, like maybe. And truthfully, most of them are not in business. Um, most of them are not. And it's like at this point, and it just, it goes to show you that you can go through the same program as someone else, but without doing this personal development and inner work and looking at your role in your life, and learning the lessons you need to learn, the strategies don't fucking matter. <laughs> it's just, ah, oh, it's so important. And that, that's why I teach what I teach. That's why I have the Thrive membership. And this isn't like a pitching podcast or anything like that. But yes, you can join. Today's the official day that it begins. First, mo- first week's content job Sunday. But, and like that'll be down below and stuff like that. But like, that's why I do what I do. And so another reason that... Um, my business succeeded was because I understood the need for this work and I still understand the need for this work. I don't allow the down times to keep me down. I don't allow my doubts to run my life. And don't get me wrong, every fucking day I doubt myself. (laughs) Till this day, (laughs) the voice just gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. (laughs) And because I'm able to work with that voice and because I'm able to shift out of that place of disbelief, I'm able to have the energy of confidence. I'm able to embody the energy of um, being successful even before, way before I see the success in my physical world and that is what attracts it to me. Now, after I invested in the first program and I was doing all of the things, Obviously, I had the most trouble with content. Maybe not obviously, but I feel like this is a massive place that people struggle with. I was posting. It would take me an hour and a half to fucking write a damn post. I would struggle with taking pictures. I still struggle with taking pictures. That's why I just don't do them anymore. (laughs) It's just easier. (laughs) And when I have a good picture, I'm like, well, I'm going to post that picture. But I put so much pressure on having it perfect. I put so much pressure on you know, comparing it to other people and my coaches who I thought wrote a lot better than me and who I thought were just, you know, more successful with their content. And the biggest thing I've learned with content creation is there's always going to be people who you admire who you think are better than you at content. However, what you have to say is still so fucking important. The way you're saying is still so fucking important. And even before, like I was on my stories and I don't know, we start the week off with like, I don't know, almost 200 views on my stories. And then sometimes by the end of the week, we're at the 50 mark, we're at the 30 mark, and then it goes up back back up to 50, maybe 70. And then maybe it'll jump back up to like 120 or 150. Like the, the story views just really range throughout the week. And even before when I was looking at it, I was like, oh no, maybe I shouldn't launch my membership today. Maybe not enough people are going to see it. Like all this nonsense just went in my head. And I was like, you know what? The right people are here. And that is all that fucking matters. (laughs) And so the biggest thing that I've learned about content creation that I preach, I preach and I will always preach until I'm blue in the face. And I don't care how many millions of followers I will have in the future. I will always preach this. The quality of what you say and the quality of your connections with your audience is infinitely more important than how perfect your writing is, than how perfect your Instagram grid is, than how many views your fucking reels get. Like, yes, that can be indicative of what's like, you know, somebody's interested in, but I've sold so much stuff when I've had five or 20 likes or 50 likes or less than 100 likes. Fun fact, before I ever sold anything successfully, um, I had, uh, I don't know, like some post with like almost 200 likes. And then I remember I heard that you should offer something free to your audience to like gain traction for the program that you want to put people on. So that's what I did. And like I put up an application and I got like some person that like I used to like in high school applying and like that didn't like we didn't actually do anything. Surprise. Um in terms of working together, I got 
a random girl that was following me, which was pretty cool. That was like the first random human that I'd ever worked with who like didn't know me in human form or wasn't like a referral that I had met or something like that. Um, but then she fell off after four weeks, surprise. And then like some like spammy thing apply. And I'm like, really? I'm such a good fucking coach. I'm such a good dietitian. I'm such a good personal trainer. Like, and I have 200 likes. (laughs) How did nobody even apply for my free shit? (laughs) And that was like one of the most pivotal moments for me where I was like, huh, likes don't fucking matter. Like you can use them as measurements and metrics of growth and things like that. And like what, you know, works really well and stuff like that. But ultimately, like you're going to drive yourself fucking nuts trying to focus on that. I don't focus on any measure of the external world as success for my business. Like I celebrate them. I celebrate high income months. I celebrate new milestones. I celebrate every fucking client that pays me, whether it's $100 for the membership each month or it's $3,000 for my high ticket one-on-one coaching. I celebrate all of that. Don't get me wrong. If a reel goes viral, I'm like, fuck yes. (laughs) but I don't use it to make it mean anything. Does that make sense? And when you learn to not make it mean anything, it's just easier to continue going. It's easier to stay in the energy of success. It's easier to work through the doubts and it's easier to believe in yourself. And if we know that self-belief is so fucking important, then that's all you fucking need to do. And the, the strategy will work or you will figure out the fucking strategy. You're always learning more strategies. You're always learning what's working and what's not. And at different points in your life or different versions of fucking Instagram, certain things work and certain things don't. I was talking to one of my old coaches the other day and I was like, is it just me or there are a lot of people who are like going back to their nine to five or a lot of people who are giving up right now? And she's like, yeah, like so many people are getting frustrated with Instagram and their changes that they're just like, fuck this. <laughs> and again, I think I said on the last podcast, like it's not wrong or bad if you um, decide to go get a side gig or whatever, or stop for a portion of your time, like that's fine. But don't give up on what you want. Like don't let it be indicative of what you think you can have for yourself. Like the less you get frustrated with the external world, the less attachment you have to it, the easier your your growth is going to feel and therefore the easier it's going to come, right? Because we're constantly attracting. So April 8th, 2019 was the first day of uh, what I called my Rise and Thrive program. It was a beginner's um, health coaching program that then I used that same name for my first beginner's business coaching program, which I no longer run. But it was called Rise and Thrive because... I was inspired by my coach's title, number one. And number two, I really wanted to work with the word thrive. It was um, clearly a pivotal thing in my life and a monumental word (laughs) that I still use today in every single part of my market. Like thrive is everywhere (laughs) for me. (laughs) It's all over my room. It's in the fucking membership, the thrive membership. (laughs) Like it's just something that I've just branded myself as and I really love it. And um, like rising into your healthiest, into your happiest kind of self and, um, thriving in terms of everything that I teach now, but just in terms of health. And I remember I launched it. I had seven, six people at $600 for a three month program. And I was the happiest fucking pig in shit. Does anybody say that? (laughs) I do. (laughs) I was the happiest pig in shit. I was like, oh my goodness, all these people are fucking paying me, oh my goodness, and I remember the first seven days, I got all of my clients, of my, like, the first seven days of my launch, I got all of my clients, I got, I think, eight applications, and I signed six out of them, something like that, and then all of a sudden, the second half, absolutely nothing happened, and I just remember coming to this point, I was actually driving to Austin, I moved in the middle of my first launch, by the way, (laughs) we got here, like, uh, a few days before my my program started April 8th and um, I remember just being in the car driving cross fucking country by myself with lots of time to think and I was like why is nobody coming and then all I focused on was nobody was coming maybe my marketing wasn't good maybe I had to shift something I felt more insecure about everything I was posting and I realized that it was just such a different energy and I didn't know how to pull myself out of it at the time now it's something I coach on in my membership and with my one-on-one clients but um I just realized that difference and I realized that the clients who came were going to pay any fucking amount of money because they wanted to work with me 
And they were all really surprised at actually how cheap it was. And I was like, huh, I could definitely charge more. <laughs> so I increased it to 1000 I think at one point I ran it at 1200 Those group clients, some of them became one-on-one clients. Some of them repeated the program. Um, and then I think I had ran a membership and one-on-one clients. And then I switched over to business coaching because we hit... Um, the beloved $10,000 month. It was actually a $14,000 month was my first one. And I really didn't switch because of money. Like I wasn't sharing how much money I was making at the time. I switched because people came to me and were like, Hey, I like the way you show up. I like the way that you coach your clients and I'm really inspired by you. Can you help me? And I was like, yeah, I can fucking help you. (laughs) And that's when I realized how epic of a business coach I was. And that's when I started realizing that the strategies I teach and the way that I teach them are just very unique. And they just hit home for so many of my clients. And um, yeah, from there, I developed one-on-one programs and group programs and I don't know, like 20 other fucking programs, most most of which I do not run today because my teachings have changed so much. (laughs) But um, last few things I'll say about my story is that I've invested probably over at this point two hundred thousand dollars maybe probably more at this point I don't like actually track every fucking expense I have a team member who does that um I no longer work with her so I actually need a new bookkeeper but anyway I have somebody else on my team who does that I don't know anything about that I don't really pay attention to numbers I don't really care about them (laughs) like I care but I don't sit there and like you know budget or say do I have enough for this or like I just make decisions based off of I want off of what I want and it always works out and that's like my core belief that is a core belief that I developed in the beginning of my business so after I had my group program running and I had a few one-on-one clients I probably was making like two thousand dollars a month honestly and um, on average and the group program was finishing so I invested in a one-on-one coach and then fast forward you know six months Um, I had invested in a mastermind and then a spiritual healer. I had three coaches at the same time. And since then I've invested and invested and invested. My highest, I think investment was a $40,000 investment, I believe. And the most amount of money that I've ever transferred from my bank account to a coach was $17,000 for a down payment for a mastermind. So that's just a little like reference because I know people always like to hear like exacts or like well what does that mean what does a lot of money to you mean and you know it varies and so I just give um exact numbers when I feel called so um I'm currently not working with a one-on-one coach however um I'm working in a group coaching program all about manifestation and um it's so much fucking work that I wouldn't even have time to work on a one with a one-on-one coach but that will probably be my next um investment as we are going to the seven figure mark um just having help and support from someone who's done it before me you know I think one of the biggest things is having someone in your corner who understands where you are or you know as much as they can because all of us are going to have very unique experiences um having someone to go to for help when you're struggling is so, so, so important. Um, And just being consistent, whatever is going to help you be so fucking consistent with confidence, with strategy, with showing up, I think it's just so important in our business journeys. And so while I used to preach that you needed the one-on-one coach and you always needed the coach, and I think it's important to really assess what you actually need and I think really well done do-it-yourself courses or memberships like the Thrive membership or other memberships that I'm in um, can really serve a lot when you are committed to doing the work but the thing is is that coaching works so well because it show it forces you to look at things you don't fucking want to look at or forces you to learn things that you wouldn't have learned outside of it so as long as you're doing the learning process and as long as you feel fully supported regardless of what type of container you're in or if you have a coach or not, like as long as you feel like you are moving forward and you are getting to where you want, um, yeah, you're, you're golden. 
<laughs> I don't think you you need to change anything. But the biggest obstacle to really get over is investing before you feel ready, investing before you have monetary success in your business, investing when previous investments didn't do the thing that you thought that they were going to do and maybe they gave you a different lesson or were preparing you for something, you know? And so my encouragement is to always go full force into your business, whatever that looks like at whatever stage you are in. So yeah, a few more things to note about my journey. I've had up to 17 members at once. Um, that team entirely fell apart, by the way, <laughs> within, I don't know, five months or six months. Um, everything about it just felt wrong. I was in such a weird place in my life emotionally and as a leader. And yeah, it was, um, there were a lot of things that were unaligned <laughs> and I should have listened to that. Currently, I'm actually solo in my business, which is really weird to say for the first time ever because I have had an assistant for up and I think I started with an assistant August of 2019. So I started April. I had an assistant in August and before that I had some like small projects being done. However, I have done a full like what do I want? I guess 180, like a full switch, whatever percentage that is or degrees that is yeah 180 because 360 would make you be right at the beginning which I'm definitely not <laughs> but I did a full 180 and how I run my business the platforms we use to market how I do everything and really this past second and third year of my business were really a lot of trial and error honestly and I am no longer working with the assistants that I was previously working with um, for a lot of different reasons. But one of the main things is that the way that we were running it or I was running it wasn't working and growing in the way that I wanted it to or needed it to. And um, I just needed to take a step back and reassess what I was focusing my energy on and you know, really reground myself and what do I want my business to look like? Because for a long time, it felt like, okay, I'm going to try this. Okay, I'm going to try that. Okay, I'm going to try that. And again, it was just a lot of trial and error. And even when I had a coach, like they can't tell you what's right or wrong. Like you need to figure out for yourself what you want for your business, you know, and you are the controller of your success, not your coach. And so no matter how amazing of the coaches that I, no matter how amazing the coaches are that I have worked with, they've never been able to tell me do this and you will be successful. Like if you have a, a coach that says that directly, I would take that as like a red, red flag. If there's like a certain strategy that they're saying you have to do this or like, yeah, doing that is great. Like most of the time they're like, cool, what do you, what type of program do you want to create? You know? And it's just like, it's up to you to feel very grounded in that. And that's such a key portion of it. And for a while I was not grounded in that. I was just kind of, let's try this. Let's try that. Let's try this group program. Okay. That didn't work or that did work. Let's do this. And I wasn't really clear, honestly, for the half of the past, maybe <laughs> year and a half, I was confused on what I was doing and who I wanted to coach. <laughs> and so one of the lessons that I wanted to share in this podcast, actually, that I've written down is that it's really important to honor the season that you're in. Because if you don't honor the season that you're in, let's say you're feeling really confused. This is something that I went through over the past you know, year and a half, which finally it's all settled and I'm very grateful for it. But let's say you're feeling really confused, creating content is feeling really difficult, you're not really sure what's going on, why it's not working, or it's working and something just feels off. It's really important for you to take a step back and look at that and sit with it without launching something else, without pushing forward with something else, unless it f feels in full alignment. But if you're trying to figure shit out while also doing, and the things you're doing don't feel right, but like you're putting a lot of pressure on it to work, then you're going to come back and be like, okay, well, I don't have space to even figure shit out because now I have to push forward and I have to make the money and I have to hit the next goal and I have to sign more clients. I mean, well, you don't even know who you want to sign, <laughs> right? And I'm not saying you shouldn't be doing things or you shouldn't be trying different things. Again, everybody's journey is going to look different. And this also doesn't mean don't fucking do anything until you're fully ready and fully clear. Like taking action is going to give you the clarity to get to where you want, right? 
or no, the clarity is going to, yeah, no, I said that right. Taking action is going to give you the clarity that you want. Yes, I did say that right. So it's finding this balance within where you're still doing the things, you're still showing up, but you're allowing yourself ample time to be in the season that you're in. Whether it is a season of like, wow, I have a lot of energy to fucking push. I have a lot of energy to create. I have a lot of energy to create a new program right? It's about not forcing yourself to create a new program when you don't fucking have the energy to create it because you think you have to, right? There's a difference. There's also a difference in just saying, well, I'm honoring the season I'm in and you've been there for a year and a half and you haven't actually done anything, right? That's also not something I recommend. (laughs) It's about finding your unique balance while knowing that you're moving ahead, while knowing that you're putting in the energy to learn the lessons, to be in the season that you're in, and to to honor that while also gently and lovingly pushing yourself, right? So if I could go back and do anything different from the past, let's say just a year, I would say I would have stopped creating and sat a lot more with Who do I want to help? Why do I want to help them? Why is this feeling sticky? Instead of giving it like a few days and then expecting it to be fixed. (laughs) One really successful program that I had um, was my mastermind, which I'm currently, I thought I was going to run it, but I decided not to for now. Um, Right now, I only have two programs that I am actively launching and actively taking on clients for that is my one-on-one and the Thrive membership. Um, And then I have two other smaller do-it-yourself courses on sales and starting your own business that I will be like uh, probably launching in the future or enrolling in the future. But right now that this is my entire product suite, I've minimized it a lot to give a lot of my energy to the Thrive membership. But the mastermind that I was hosting, um, it was so like the clients in there had such massive fucking successes. And it was the one container that I felt really fucking solid with in my third year of business. And it really taught me how I wanted to coach. It really taught me what the transformational work was that I did. And I'm here to bring to the world. And it really just, it brought the most perfect fucking clients to me. And it's, It was just such a fucking beautiful container and that was one of the reasons I was like, well, maybe I will launch it again. And I think in a few podcast episodes recently, I had um, pitched it to you guys and stuff like that and we had some people interested and then I was like, you know what guys, like I'm not going to run this if you want to work with me one-on-one or in the membership, you guys totally can and I'll keep you updated on the next ones. They were like, okay, totally cool. Like I could have pushed forward and signed them into it, but I just wanted space to figure out what exactly I wanted my business to look like. And that's when the membership really came through. And so if there's one thing I could go back and do differently, it would be to really honor the season that I was in, honor the confusion I was feeling, and really be in that versus trying to honor that and figure it out at the same time, you know? Um, And I, I think that you totally can, because I think we're always figuring it out. But again, um, listen to yourself and push yourself at the same time. So I think that's all I have to say about my business journey and growth and all of that stuff. Um, What you can expect from me moving forward, again, right now, two biggest programs are one-on-one and my membership. Um, For a long time, I was resistant to creating a membership. Um, I had done it for health and it was a, I don't even know, I was going to say it's a rack of lamb. (laughs) What? (laughs) My membership was a rack of lamb. (laughs) (laughs) I promise I'm sober. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, But it was just a rack of lamb. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) What am I trying to say? It was a mosh of mosh. (laughs) Does that make more sense? (laughs) It was something that like, I didn't feel good with, but I was doing because everybody else was doing it. And it was something that my coach at the time was running for herself and a lot of her clients were doing it and they were really successful and I was like okay I guess I'll do a membership do not create a program in that energy people (laughs) do not create a program and be like yeah okay I guess I'll do it like no 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 (laughs) oh my goodness there's so much johnniness coming through I love this okay okay you're not going to create in that space (laughs) And I signed some people into my membership and it was fine. We made like a few hundred dollars, I think. And like, I just fucking hated it. It was awful. 
I scrapped it a few months later. I think maybe it lasted three months, and I was like, okay, no more. No more, no more. Um, but yeah, so you could work with me in my membership now. My membership now feels infinitely better. Like, I cannot stop talking about it. I cannot stop telling Joe about it. Joe probably wants to punch me in the face at this point, <laughs> even though he's so supportive. I'm just like, oh my god, I recorded this, and it's amazing, and it's so fucking needed, and people are coming, and it's, oh my goodness. And he's like, okay, Johnny. <laughs> Like if you're in that energy, go for it. And that's how I know that this membership is so much more aligned because it's something that I didn't create because I saw somebody else do it. Yes, I got ideas for memberships that I'm in that made me actually love memberships, but I'm doing it in my own unique way. I'm doing it in a way that like I didn't see somebody else do it and then I created it. Like it was it's fully mine. Um again, I got some like structural ideas from other people. There's only so many ideas that you could have in the fucking world, right? <laughs> um, nothing we do is inherently, like, you know, completely different than everybody else's. Like, not really. <laughs> Seven billion people, probably not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it feels fucking insane. And that was something that I was missing over the past year. And that was something that did not allow my business to grow in the way that I had wanted it to. It was supposed to be our seven-figure year, and it definitely was not. Um, but that's fine. <laughs> We're getting there. We're always getting there. And um, yeah, it just it's like you're in a different energy when you know that um, it's all working out, and you feel it working out, and you see the evidence of it working out versus not. Like It starts with that feeling. Right. So you have to follow that feeling. And that's something that I ignored for the past three years. So that's something that I would or the past year. And that's something that I definitely would have done differently. Is there anything else I would have done differently? Um, I think be more present. That's that's a lesson that I have constantly learned and learned deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper that being present with where you're at is always the key to getting to where you want to go. So I definitely would have been more present. The third year of business was also in the midst of me and my husband living in two different states um, and the midst of me processing a lot of deep trauma and deep emotions that I had suppressed for many of many of many years, part of the second year and into the third year of business. And um, that just impacted my clarity. It impacted my ability to really be present and my desire to be present, honestly. And... Um, yeah, I just wish I honored where I was more than I really did instead of just pushing to the next to the next level. Um, so some biggest takeaways that uh, you can take away from all of this is marketing is what you embody. It's not what you say. This is something I talk about in my stories all the time. I've talked about it on this podcast. I talk about it in one of my courses. Marketing is what you embody, not what you say. So focus less on what am I saying and how am I, how am I saying it and focus on like the who you are aspect and showing up truly. I'll give you an example. You guys know I don't wear a bra 99% of the time unless like I absolutely have to. If I'm like wearing a white t-shirt, I'm probably going to wear a bra. I don't mind you seeing like the nipple outline. I mind you actually seeing the nipple. Like that's not something I'm going to do <laughs> in most scenarios. <laughs> so um, I, you know, I don't wear a bra and like, that's something that I talk about a lot because obviously I don't wear a bra. So it's easier just to talk about it than to not talk about it. Right. Because people are going to be like, what? <laughs> so I'd rather just brand myself as that. So it's something that's inherent with, within me. And then I just share it. And then I've had, had so many people message me saying, Hey, I love the fact that you are a braless badass CEO. I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> or they'll send me, um, like, uh, whatchamacallit reels of women who like are braless and like I don't know are like shaking their boobs or like I don't know to whatever song or whatever it is or they take off their bra and then they shake their boobs it's probably when I'm going to record today honestly because it was so on brand for me and so it's just like something as simple as that that's a normal way of being for you gets to be your marketing right? When you embody a truly healthy lifestyle and a truly healthy mindset, you don't have to worry about how do I have to present this. You get to just worry about showing up as you and that will inherently come through, right? Yesterday I did a full day of like following me. No, that was Wednesday. So two days ago I did a full day of just like my day, day of my life. And one of the women 
who I didn't even know was like interested in health or anything like that or business or whatever. She just kind of followed me. We talk here and there. And she was just like, hey, like, I'm really grateful that you shared all this. Like, I'm really trying to, you know, get more movement in and put a lot of intention into getting in steps. And I see how often you walk. And that was amazing. And it's like I could have said, I do three walks a day and I do this and I do that. This is what I recommend. Or I can just show it and have you absorb my my life. Right. And so that was something I kind of lost (laughs) for a while. The embodiment of my mission and what I'm here to do again, because life was just kind of chaotic and hectic (laughs) and I lived in a very hectic way. Um, but yeah, focus on embodying what you were here to do and the marketing will come. Um, next lesson is don't ever stop. Don't ever stop. I don't care if you slow down. I don't care if things just feel really fucking sticky and it looks like things have stopped and you're just like, what is going on? Maybe income isn't coming in, which has happened for me. Uh, Maybe clients aren't coming in, maybe like the way they used to, which happened to me. Like, that's okay. But honor that and honor it by saying what is going on (laughs) and sit with it. But don't ever fucking stop. Okay, there is no successful entrepreneur. I don't care how much money they have ever fucking made where they don't experience dips. Okay, just honor it. Stop comparing yourself to this perfect fucking world where everything perfect had already happened for you. And if you didn't achieve that, then you fucking suck. Like we're going to stop that. Okay. (laughs) Um, And then the last lesson is as you thrive, so does your business. This is what I embody. This is what I show you. This is what I teach in terms of manifestation and marketing and all of that and coaching. As you thrive, so does your business. That is why this is called the Just Keep Thriving podcast. Um, So my own branding and goals moving forward. This is the last portion that I'm going to share with you. Goals, we're aiming for seven figures. I've been very clear about that. I like to talk about my goals. I don't like to talk time frame or put pressure on myself in any way like that. That just doesn't feel good for me. Some people like to have very specific goals. I have a specific time frame for it. I just don't really share it because that never feels good for me. And historically, that has not worked. Um, So my goal is seven figures. My goal is to massively grow my membership community like massively fucking grow my membership community. I want it to be the personal development space for entrepreneurs. There is so much personal development out there. And like you have entrepreneurs sometimes talk about it and they reference it, but I haven't found a container where it's geared towards making more money or geared towards having more success in your business. The two ideas kind of feel very separate. And I, I see people do personal development work all the time and they're brilliant humans who know so many concepts, but then struggle to deal with that, those concepts in their business. And so I want the Thrive membership to be that place. So I'm really excited for that. Um, and then my one-on-one coaching, I have spots available right now. I have not all opened them in a really long time. This has been the first time in a very long time that I've had space to take on clients. One of the biggest lessons, I'll teach another one, that I've found one of the biggest lessons that I learned even the first year in business. It's still something I learned to this day in deeper and deeper ways, but it's that you need energy to take on clients. If you do not have the energy to support clients, if you do not have the energy and capacity and time and all of that to actually help clients in the way that you are claiming that you are helping clients, you will not attract the clients. Okay, or you will attract one and then that relationship won't go very well and you will not get more or a few, you know what I mean? But you won't reach your goal. And so for a while, I have not taken on one-on-one clients because I didn't. I knew I didn't have space for them. When you come into my container as a one-on-one client, there's so much work that we do. I care so much about your brand and I watch you on stories. I read your posts. We work through your marketing together. Like I'm tracking your thoughts with you. I'm teaching you four times a week through Voxer. We meet 90 minutes a month. Like it's a lot of energy from me, which is why it is a high ticket container. And that's why it's also really fucking transformative. And so I didn't have space to take it on, but now I do. So those are two programs that you will see massively grow in um, 2022. And I'm really excited to take on some more entrepreneurs one-on-one, move into the six figures, multiple six figure mark, high six figures, seven figures, whatever you want. I got you. Um, And I will have some do-it-yourself courses for sales and creating your own business. Um, I haven't, I launched those late last year, I believe, 
or early this year, we're in April, yeah, early this year I launched them, um, and the clients that went through them had massive successes, so I'm really excited to roll more people into that, um, and then we'll see if I bring back the mastermind, let's focus on the membership first, and then I'll see if I have energy for the mastermind, but the work that we do in the membership is going to be very similar to the work that we do in the mastermind, you're just not going to get one-on-one help, whereas in the mastermind, you would get, you know, a lot more of my energy, um, and my branding moving forward, everything you see right now is what you can expect more of, um, so lots of manifestation talk, lots of spiritual teachings related to entrepreneurship, um, lots of going big, being yourself, taking up space, owning who you are, owning your desires, um, you'll continue to see luxury things from me, my Jimmy Choo shoes, and my BMW, and my, I haven't gone away on vacation, but I will be <laughs> later this year, <laughs> um, like fancy vacations, fancy dinners, things like that, but you'll also continue to see the like real Johnny who doesn't wear a bra, who really dresses like a hobo chic, it's the way my clients call it, <laughs> very chic and very expensive, but also kind of hobo-like sometimes, <laughs> um, and yeah, just lots of realness, And I hope every single day that I inspire you to take massive action towards your goal, even if it's just one of you that watches me and you're like, damn, that that kept me going or that got me started. Like my life is literally fucking complete and I so appreciate you being here. Um, You'll expect more podcasts, obviously. I love, love, love to be on my podcast all the time. Um, And yeah, that is it for now. So thank you guys for being here for my third year anniversary. If you listen to this podcast, I would love for you to celebrate with me, congratulate me, thank me, say something you liked about this podcast. I don't know, but let's share it. Please leave a review. Um, That would also mean the world to me. I've not checked them recently, but um, I really appreciate them. I'm going to check them after this because now I feel bad if you wrote and I didn't read it. Um, I just always forget. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're interested in working with me in one-on-one capacity or in the Thrive membership, I will have that down below. And I'm so excited to have you here. Whether or not you ever, ever pay me, thank you for listening and I will see y'all soon.